0: Everyone and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly.
1: And I'm Erin. Do you have any life updates for us? Welcome back to the hot seat. I know. I feel like I haven't been here in ages. For one, I just want to put a disclaimer out there that I have zero makeup or tanner or anything on right now. So before the haters think I'm ugly, just think about how you would look if you did nothing to your appearance too, okay? I don't think anyone was gonna call you ugly. I've been called ugly before, okay? Not in our comments. Thanks. (laughs) Secondly, I'm on one tonight because I got stuck at work an extra three hours in surgery. So give me one story that sends me and I'll go off. And third, a couple weeks ago, one of my coworkers was like, oh, do you know your personality type? And I was like, I have no idea what that means. So he gives me this quiz. He's like, oh, you have to take this like however many questions it was. Is it the Enneagram? No. Okay. It's like a name or something. So there's like maybe like 16 types you can have. And when you you take it it tells you like what famous people have the same personality type as you and my number one person was taylor swift wow and i was like oh i just knew we were soul sisters that's crazy taylor swift was in new jersey not far from us. She was. I I thought about going. I really did. There was already so many people swarming the streets. It's kind of sad. Yeah, like you want them to be able to live their lives and go to weddings too.
0: It is like kind of crazy that she will never be able to live a normal life in the slightest. Like she will never be able to go anywhere that people don't know who she is.
1: That makes me want to cry for her.
0: I saw that some people think her PR team released the locations but I don't know I I feel like people are just psycho and like post
1: her on TikTok people just follow her out of her house and they will sit in the car for three hours to find out where she's going it's just
0: yeah she's never gonna
1: get away it's kind of sad but I feel her pain because of the same personality type as her right okay I was
0: thinking about another thing recently because I just stayed in a hotel do you think hotels change the sheets and blankets and towels every time somebody stays in them
1: yes because on multiple occasions I have lost as a child I've lost my stuffed animals in the sheets because they come and collect them and I left my stuffed animals or my blankies or whatever as a kid in the hotel bed when we left for the day and when we came back they were gone and housekeeping was like we're sorry yeah we pull the sheets and they're shipped off to the the laundromat service
0: true okay i didn't think about that that was in disney world though right no
1: it's happened i think it happened other places okay too. i was gonna say disney world's probably on their game it but did happen in disney world they gave me a mini mouse because i lost my two little kittens sad but it did happen somewhere else as well i don't know where it was like your average hotel but i do think for the most part they do they really have no reason not to
0: i feel like just laziness would be the reason not to yeah that's or true. money that's i don't true. know i was just thinking about it because I'm like I walk into a hotel and I just take my shoes off and I sit on the bed and I go in the bathroom and I just don't think anything of it and then it's also weird to think about all the strangers that are just in the building with you at the exact Mm -hmm. same time and the only thing separating you is a wall yeah I guess that's how it is in apartment buildings though facts hotels are just a weird concept and if anyone has ever worked at a hotel or known someone that worked at a hotel can you please tell me if they actually clean the
1: sheets. I feel like they Some clean the do. sheets,
0: but they don't clean the top blanket.
1: Maybe, maybe not. And it's like my my face is touching that top blanket. Yeah, I had a friend in college who was very skeeved out by hotel beds. And I get it, like you know, to each their own. But she would bring a blanket and a pillow and sleep on the hotel floor before she slept in the hotel bed. Ew. And I'm like, that's straight nasty. Because at least sometimes the hotel sheets are getting washed. That carpet is never getting yeah disinfected. you don't know who stepped in dog crap or gum on the sidewalk before they came in here <laughs> oh that's bad no yeah that was nasty to me
0: oh yeah. gross well speaking of privileged travelers
1: today we're talking about entitled people oh great wait can i say one more thing okay my favorite instagram that i follow it's called a puppy and a bunny and <gasps> uh. You heard you told me <laughs> <laughs> you heard
0: <laughs> word travels fast. The, d-
1: <laughs> the bunny just passed away and the dogs have been so it used to just be a dog and a bunny. They got a second dog a few months ago and the dogs have been very upset. And I did cry at work when I read the news. And then I cried at work when they posted their like they didn't post for a month. And then they posted a month later about the dog being sad and how he dreamt about the bunny that night. And I cried at work. How did they know? Um, oh, it's just like a cute. Is it just a cute sentimental? Yeah. Instagram caption. Yeah. Damn, that's no, so it's sad. like a whole video. I. Oh my god, it sent me. I went out with some people after work, and I had told them all, and I was like, "You guys, have cried at work today." I guess apparently, I came home, and told Kelly. I don't know, but it, it was sad. Everyone send your love to Bear and Cub from a Puppy and a Bunny Instagram. They that's need your sad. love. Right
0: now. Second episode in a row that we're having a discussion about bunnies. Last week's episode, we also talked about bunnies. Oh, that's right.
1: I got emotional.
0: Yeah, even if it didn't
1: show. I got very emotional over Mighty Small dying. Sad. Okay. okay. Well on that note on a positive note. Let's get into it. <laughs>
0: Am I the asshole for giving my future mother-in-law three days to pay me for a new wedding dress or else I show the family a photo of her wearing it? So I'm getting married to my fiancé soon. I bought my wedding dress weeks ago. His mom, my future mother-in-law, kept pestering me about trying it on, but I firmly refused. I finally shut it down after she offered me $100 to let her try it on.
1: Oh, she wanted to try it on. She wasn't pestering oh, her to try it on. The
0: mother-in-law wanted to try on <laughs> the, the dress. dress.
1: Okay. Psycho.
0: (laughs) Okay. Her reasoning for persisting so much? She says it's because of her love for wedding dresses and her obsession with them.
1: What?
0: Fast forward to yesterday. I came home from work early and I found my fiancé at home. He freaked out after seeing me and tried to prevent me from going into my room. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. While
0: trying to deck somebody on his phone, I opened the door and was shocked to see his mom standing there wearing my dress. I instantly pulled out my phone and took a photo of her in it. She and my fiancé freaked out after I told her that she needed to pay me for a new dress in three days or else I'll show the whole family the photo. She started crying and then left. She (laughs) started crying? And then left and my fiancé blew up at me saying I can't be serious and that I overreacted. No. Because his mom just wanted to try the dress on. No harm done. But I refused to listen to him because in my opinion, the dress should only be worn by the bride and the bride only. Quite frankly, I felt disgusted looking at the dress again. I don't want it anymore. And so I think it's fair that she pays me after she ruined it for me. He yelled at me and told me to wake up and stop treating his mom like that as if she was an enemy. We had a fight after he failed to get me to back down, and he's been staying with his mom since then. I felt awful, but I spent $3,000 on this dress and worked hard to get it. I can't stand looking at it, but people in my family think I am escalating things and risking my relationship. With not only my future mother-in-law, but my fiancé as well. Am I the asshole?
1: Risk it. Call off the wedding. Psycho do not marry into a psychotic family. Why? This is so fucking weird. What a psycho. And what man allows his mother to try on his fiancé's wedding dress?
0: who because he ew ew he's like he has to see the mom wearing it or he Cringe. has to just know that's so and if weird. she
1: is so concerned about the whole family seeing her in her daughter-in-law's wedding dress maybe she shouldn't have put it on yeah i am speechless <laughs> i'm actually like i have no words to express how freaking weird this is <laughs> i just can't like i'm picturing my mom asking to put
0: on someone else's wedding dress, (laughs) like, it just would absolutely never happen. Like, no normal person wants to put on their daughters. Like, OK, I would. No, I feel like I wouldn't. I was like, I was going to say maybe I would get it if your friend was getting married and you're like, I've never been married. Like, I've never even touched a wedding dress, let alone put one on. Like, can I try on your dress? But I'm like, no,
1: even that is freaking weird. I had friends that did that once. Like, this one girl got married and then her other friend was like at her house. And oh, they were after. Like, yeah, after. Oh, I don't but think it's still, weird Like, I mean, after. Like, oh, I they were like, oh, let's go put her in so and so's wedding dress. And I was like, I don't know that I would want to put on someone else's wedding dress. I mean,
0: I don't think it's that weird after if it's like your best friend and you're like, I guess maybe. Oh, I cute. Like, let's friends. play dress up. Like, after a wedding, the wedding dress is kind of like, I mean, maybe I've never been married, nor have I ever had a wedding dress. <laughs> so maybe this is not true. But I kind of feel like after the wedding, it's like you wear the dress once and then what? Like, you put it in a box and like maybe you make it into something else later on but like I feel like a lot of people after their wedding they just lose the dress like how many people (laughs) lose it where does it go I've heard so many people be like I have no idea where my wedding dress even is where does it go I don't know I guess it goes in a box like in the basement or the attic or something I don't know. Oh I feel like if after a wedding, if someone asked a bride, like if they were in a good mood and whatever, and they were being friendly and they had a healthy relationship, and somebody said, Oh my God, you should try on my wedding dress, or Can I try on your wedding dress? And both parties consented and they were both okay. having fun with it. It's like, Okay, I've never been in that situation, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe people have.
1: It's not my thing, but maybe it's yeah, someone else's thing. I don't know. But We've, I've had a <laughs> lot of friends, family, whatever, get married, and I I've just never felt the desire to put on someone else's wedding dress. Me neither. No, me neither. I don't (laughs) know. Are we the weird ones? Are we like the ones that are all out of sorts here?
0: I was going to say, what if the groom's future father-in-law started asking the groom if he could try on a suit? But I still feel like that's not even his wedding band. Yeah, yeah. His wedding. (laughs) Well, no. Oh, I like, I have a gold
1: wedding band. You have titanium. Like, you mind if I try yours on so I can see how it looks? Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I think I'm being hypocritical. Because you've tried on people's engagement rings. Literally, every time someone gets engaged, I'm like, can I try on? Your I've never brand. asked because I think it's so weird, and I will never let anyone else try my engagement ring.
0: Oh, everyone I've asked is like, "Yeah, here and hands it and right And You've tried on my
1: friends' engagement I know
0: because they're so pretty, and I just want to look at them.
1: Yeah, no, I've never <laughs> asked. I'm like, no, that that's like someone's special thing. I guess, but if they're, like, taking it off, showing it anyway. What? They don't, no, they're not normally taking it off to I've show I've seen it. people take off their wedding ring and, like, look at the detail on it. I've not seen that. I normally just see them, like, hold their hand up and, like. I guess you know, that's, what? Like, I do no, you're I don't showing have a someone, like, briefly, and you're, like, here. No, I feel like normally people just, like, put their hand out and then everyone, like, holds their hand and they're, like, oh, cute. Okay,
0: you know, maybe I'm weird for doing that, but in the settings that I've done it, other people have done it too. It was like a group setting. I'm really? thinking of a specific person.
1: Who? I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Okay, maybe that's weird. But but if I got a wedding ring and somebody asked me to put if it on, I got
1: a wedding ring. If one day
0: someone proposes to me, and one of my friends was like, "Oh, can I try it on?" I wouldn't find it weird. So maybe I wouldn't find it weird if someone would. Okay, you guys, I think I'm being a hypocrite. Yeah. Because I think. Okay, wait, wait. I... Okay. I think I've made up my mind. I think it's weird because the mother-in-law asked to put it on. No, I feel like jewelry is different. I think jewelry is different than an entire dress. That's like custom made for you. I guess when ring is custom made for you, I don't know. For some reason, it's different in my mind. I guess because
1: the I guess because the wedding dress is supposed to be a secret, a surprise. No one's supposed to see it before the wedding. Yeah, I and
0: don't I, know. okay. And maybe like if this girl didn't give a shit, and her mother in law was like, "Oh, can I try on your dress?" and she was like, "Yeah, sure." Different. I think the real problem is that the mother in law won't stop asking and basically forcing her way into this dress, even when she doesn't have consent from the owner of the dress.
1: No, 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 but what kind of creep is the son that he was like yeah mom she's not home go sneak up to the bedroom and I'll text you when she comes in and you'll put the dress away really quick like that man's is
0: weird oh yeah definitely no I agree freak there's so many things that are weird about this but (laughs) I'm just trying to do some self-reflection and figure out if I'm a hypocrite because I might be but something in my mind is just I feel like almost like a dress is more intimate than a piece of jewelry okay I don't know maybe it's just because I don't really
1: put that much weight into a ring like we've talked about this before it's like you don't put that much weight into a ring yet you talk all the time about how
0: I, I'm i saying like a ring to me just like is a piece of jewelry that okay. you just get yeah and like yes it means something but it doesn't like represent a marriage nor does a dress though I don't know I think I'm being hypocritical but for some reason they're different in my mind and I don't know why but I do think this is fucking weird but if the mother-in-law was like oh my god your ring like can I see it can I try it on I'd be like yeah go for it yeah but I guess why? I don't know I why guess it- is that
1: I don't I don't know (laughs) I I don't know I mean I guess yeah I do think it I mean I think it's weird I don't know I don't even think it's weird just like I've never asked someone to try on their wedding ring or their engagement ring just because to me that's like special I don't know like I I was at one of my friends engagements and the groom's mom had the ring with her before the bride got there and someone was like oh should we see the ring and then we were all like no like we shouldn't see it before she sees it yeah Um, because we were like oh it's like a special thing and then like after that people would be like oh can I try on your ring I'm like no it's a special thing like I don't want to try it on so I still feel that way about the rings like you might not think it's a special thing but I'm not going to ask you to try on your ring type of thing but I I just think the dress thing is weird I think a because it's your mother-in-law b because it's like a wedding dress is supposed to like in a way it's a secret like people don't normally show their wedding dresses to people ahead of time and c it's just freaking fricked that she went over their house when she wasn't home and the son yeah. like literally allowed it allowed her to go up to their bedroom and like put it on and then try to like protect her and then say you can't show anyone in the family that picture of my mother in your wedding dress before the wedding that's weird but it's not weird that I allowed my mother to go up there and try on your wedding oh dress? no they know that it's weird that's why they're embarrassed of the photo they
0: know it's weird and they know it's wrong and they know they're being shady or else they would be like oh yeah show everyone nothing about this is odd or weird or strange or negative no i
1: think you get what you deserve i think you didn't want that to get out you shouldn't have done it
0: i agree i agree okay i think maybe i i'm getting closer to why i don't think it's as weird one, because when you look at a piece of jewelry, it's like, oh, are you going to just hold it in your hand or are you going to put it on your finger and like look at it from all sides? Another thing is I'm a wedding photographer. So every single weekend I go and I pick up somebody else's ring. And when I'm like transporting it from like the makeup chair to where I'm photographing all of the details, I put it on my finger because that's the safest place for it. Yeah. And I'm not going to drop it. I'm not going to lose it. It's going to remain there until I take it off and then like carry it and put it back on.
1: Are you sure brown that because one time kelly asked one of my best friends if she could try on her cartier love ring and then literally within like 30 seconds walking down the street it just like flew off her finger okay we were drunk and <laughs> not that drunk because i remember it
0: i remember it too no we were drunk we were walking and it was dark we were on the move even better and she didn't care we were literally having a full conversation about love rings and whatever and I was like should I get one like I don't know and maybe I did ask maybe I did ask first (laughs) but maybe she offered I don't remember because I was drinking but okay I don't know I don't think the ring thing is weird also because to put on a ring it takes like five seconds
1: yeah
0: but to put on a dress it's an entire ordeal like you have to go into a private setting take off all your clothes take the wedding dress out of the bag and most wedding dresses come wrapped in cardboard or there's cardboard and paper inside mm. so that they hold their form they're in a plastic bag to keep them clean leading up to the wedding so did she take it out of all of this stuff put it on her naked body and then she was gonna what take it off put all the stuff back inside or was she gonna do that did know. she care enough to do that i don't know three thousand dollars is fucking expensive for a dress so i'm gonna guess that it was it was stuffed with all the stuff to keep the form and it was wrapped in the plastic and it had like 14 straps attaching it to the hanger i don't know i just think it's a lot more of a process to take a wedding dress off of the hanger that it came from like the factory in Mm -hmm. and or i guess maybe it's not a factory maybe it's handmade whatever but the original packaging is a lot more intense than just being like can i try on the piece of jewelry that you're already holding in your hand anyway guys maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong but I do know this. If I ever asked someone to try something on and they said no, I'd be like, okay. And I'd shut my fucking mouth. You wouldn't
1: offer them $100? No, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Depending uh, on how pretty the ring to was. to try something on that someone <laughs> is literally telling you absolutely not. That is And then you just so shakily do it for free.
0: She's bargaining with her. She's like, can it's I try
1: so it on weird. for free? No,
0: $100?
1: <laughs> what is $100? <laughs> That just reminded me of this Instagram Reel. Fun fact for everyone out there, I don't have TikTok. I watch everything, whatever it is, three weeks later on Instagram Reels. So if you're ever bored and you just, like, need someone to share dog videos with, please send them to me. I love a dog video. But someone sent me a dog video and I was watching it and it was just like a guy having a conversation with his dog and he was telling the dog to sit and the dog was like no like you said you weren't gonna raise me the way your parents raised you and be so demanding and tell me to sit because you said so and so the dog was like bargaining with the owner and he was like I'll sit for three treats and the guy was like two and the dog was like three and the guy was like one and he was like the dog was like okay fine and like half sits down and then shows back up and he goes wait two and I just like I'm so confused I love dog videos it was like the thoughts of the dog as to why he wouldn't sit when the owner said sit okay and the dog was like saying like oh I'll do it for three treats and the owner was like two and the dog was like three and the owner was like fine well, one I get that it was going back and forth well so I was just thinking that <laughs> the dog is like this woman right the woman the mother-in-law is like a dog and she's like for a hundred dollars and she's like no and she's like, hmm. and she's like hmm. just like Okay. Does it anyway? I get it. Okay, anyway. Okay. My mind is on these Instagram animals right now. Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) Okay, so moving past the weirdness of, like, the difference between a ring and a dress, which, you know what, maybe I'm wrong, and I, I will accept it if I'm wrong. But anyway, <laughs> on to the second level of weirdness, which is this mom was so desperate that she's offering to pay her, which is like, if you're going to pay $100 to try on a dress, why don't you just go to a bridal
1: salon? I was going to say that when you read the story. Yeah. Like, you when you read the line that was like, because she's so obsessed and just loves wedding dresses, go to the bridal salon. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why
0: she wants to try on her daughter-in-law's dress. Is it because she's in love with her son? Oh, no. Is Is it because she's jealous
1: of the daughter or the daughter-in-law? I don't know. Like, if I if if I was that obsessed with a dress that someone bought, I would just go to the store and try it on. Yeah. Even if it's the same dress. It's less weird to go to the salon and try it on than to sneak yeah. sneak into your kid's bedroom and sneak it on. I mean, it's bizarre
0: regardless. But, yes, if you are really that desperate, do your thing where nobody can see you, you know? Sneak into a bridal salon. Don't tell anyone where you're going. Try on the dress for your own weird guilty pleasure and never speak of it again. It's just fucking weird that she, like, manipulates And then what was she telling the son? What was she telling the son? Oh, so your fiance, she told me to my face, please do not try on my wedding dress. It's the one thing that means something to me. And I really want to try it on still. So will you let me into your personal bedroom so I can sneak into her closet, take it out of the wrapping, try it on, and you can guard the door just to make sure she doesn't come in and find out? And then the guy said, yes, come again.
1: Sorry. What the fuck? It is really strange. Like I said before, I genuinely don't have the words to put my thoughts out there as to how bizarre I think this is. Yes. It's I just can't fathom it. Like literally, if this happened, I would look my fiancé in the eye and be like, what the frick? is going on in your family and do I want parts of this (laughs) yes or no
0: yeah he needs to be there for his partner and that first should have come in him saying no to the mom but you know what let's say that the mom lied to him let's say that he is a good person and the mom his own mother came to him and said hey son your fiance she told me I could try on her dress but she just didn't want to be there or she said she wasn't going to be home at this time no she didn't though because the guy was keeping watch yeah. they, but i was gonna give the son the future husband the benefit of the doubt for the second and say maybe the mom lied to him and was like oh she said i could come over tuesday at four o'clock when she's at the store and just try it on because she's busy or something like that and then he was like oh okay sure maybe he's not a bad guy but no he knew he was doing something wrong because he stood outside the door yeah. and he tried to keep her from going in because he knew that and he she,
1: frantically was texting someone when she walked in the house yeah
0: Yeah. He knew that she did not want the mom wearing the dress.
1: They're all in cahoots. It's bizarre. It's weird. Call out your fiancé. Call out your mother-in-law. Call out the extended family. He chose his mom again. He chose his mom again. They always choose their mom. When
0: he... Not always. The bad ones do.
1: The manipulated ones do. Let's not not be hypocritical here. Because I'll always choose my mom over anyone else. But boys don't choose your mom it's just as bizarre it's bizarre and disturbing it's bizarre in these scenarios
0: and if I get engaged ever and someone wants to try on my wedding ring you can
1: if I get engaged (laughs) ever and your mother asks me to try on my wedding ring and then does it in secrecy because I said no the wedding is off okay think about that before you sneak your mother into my bedroom all right sneak your mother into my bedroom
0: (laughs) it's creepy it's creepy and it's weird OK, Wow. I'm really going to rethink all of my actions
1: now. I'm going to rethink all of my thoughts.
0: There was an update on that one. She said, my fiance called and offered to pay for the dress himself so we can end the conflict. No. No, that's because not that's the still, point. No,
1: and that's still coming out of your money yeah. at the end of the day.
0: Exactly. Mm-mm. He wants me to hand him my phone so he can delete the photo, no. swear that I don't have any copies to use against his mom later, no. Swear to Email him? it
1: to yourself, text it to yourself, call it to yourself, FaceTime it to yourself, make copies, put it on a flash drive, and mail it to a secret, what's it called? A lockbox at the bank. Yeah. Put it in one of those. It
0: annoys me that he's like, swear to me that you don't have any copies. No, and swear it, to me that your mother's not a psycho. Yeah, swear to me that you'll have my back when I try to ask something to of my mother-in-law. Swear to me will set law.
1: that dress on fire and sh- get her to pay for the new one. Yeah. What is a
0: swear, swear to me? To me? No, swear to me that you'll stand up for me and pick me, your partner, over your mom when she's being psycho. No, I'm not swearing anything to you. Apologize to his mom. He wants her to apologize to the mom. Her to apologize?
1: Please. Please. Please.
0: And lastly, he asked that I quit his family group chat and log out of Facebook (gasps) for at least a month. He's literally saying, can you just like not read your phone and not look at my mom's Facebook post for the next month? Because she's going to be talking shit about you and I don't want you to see it after you apologize to her. Oh. Call it off. Call it off. Thank Call you. Call off the Thank wedding. you to the universe for showing
1: us now. We are not going to the chapel and we are not gonna get married but
0: I think before you break up with him accept his terms and conditions and say fine Venmo me three thousand dollars and I'll do the rest of the things when it's in your Venmo in your bank account and it's already been transferred and you got your money back then call it off
1: yes facts and then give all your classified information to a Nigerian prince who will send you all the money you want through your, a wire transfer. That's what I see the people on the TVs do. Only good advice here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. I could talk about that
0: story for like 25 more minutes. I'm shook.
1: What is the top comment?
0: The top comment? Not the asshole. Quote, he yelled at me and told me to wake up and stop treating his mom like that. This is concerning. Wake up to what? That he's always going to take her side? What about how she treated you when she violated a very simple boundary of not freaking wearing your dress? It's insane that not only did she ask, she asked repeatedly. I agree. Thank you. Why would you marry someone who went against your wishes like this and then treated you like the villain for being upset your boundaries were crossed? Thank you. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: All right. Next.
0: Am I the asshole for accidentally revealing my sister-in-law is pregnant? Elle, 31 female, used to be married to my brother-in-law, 37 male. Brother-in-law is now married to Julie, 40 female. Even though Elle and brother-in-law are divorced, I still see her as my sister-in-law. Brother-in-law divorced her. I didn't. We are still very close and refer to each other as our sister-in-law. Last month, I, 40 female, joined Facebook as one of my siblings is moving abroad next year and I want to keep in contact with them. Elle is in a relationship with James, 40 male. L has recently announced on social media that she is pregnant with the third child. She and brother-in-law have twins. She's due in March. She had posted it on her social media, which she does not have Julie or brother-in-law on. I have added Julie and brother-in-law to keep the peace in the family, but Elle has shown me how to change the settings on posts. So if I want to post something that has her in it, then Julie and brother-in-law can't see it. Okay, so the ex-wife is pregnant. Yes. Got it. Okay. I have started to crochet and knitting for Elle's new baby. For the twins, I made blankets and I made hats and cardigans that they came home in. I wanted to do the same for the new baby as well as I know Elle has kept these items for her children and I don't want my new niece or nephew to feel left out. I posted a picture of the hat that I made for the new baby on one of my children's teddies. I captioned it, Very excited to be knitting and crocheting for a new family baby. And I'm excited to become an aunt again. I didn't tag anyone in it. I didn't say who was having the baby or anything. As I hadn't mentioned Elle in it at all, I figured it would be safe to let brother-in-law and Julie see it. Well, Julie commented underneath the post, demanding I take it down, furious that I dared to post about her being pregnant. I had no idea that she was pregnant. Julie never struck me as wanting more children, as she is so cold with the twins and my children. Brother-in-law and Julie have now been contacting me and my husband, 40 male, demanding that we take down the post, telling us that we should know better than to announce someone else's pregnancy. Julie has said that we are making her sick with stress, as she didn't want it to be announced this early. Julie is seven weeks pregnant. I haven't said anything to brother-in-law or Julie about Elle being pregnant as I know Elle wouldn't want them to know. I have left the post up but have told Julie and brother-in-law that the post wasn't about them and that I'm not just an aunt to their future child and that I have siblings who could also be expecting. I feel like I might be the asshole as my post has accidentally revealed that Julie is pregnant even if it was revealed by Julie herself. I feel bad about it as I know how stressful those early weeks can be with worrying that everything is okay before your 12-week scan."
1: I absolutely hear the concern like I really feel bad for Julie who like you know thinks that it's all out there now and you don't want people to know how conceited to just assume someone who has other siblings or if you're only seven weeks chances are you haven't told anyone why would you assume that she knows if you didn't tell her and why would you assume that she's just she's not even close with you you're assuming she's knitting and crocheting for your baby that she doesn't even know about the entitlement is real. If I would probably have gone to L and been like, "Listen, girlie, as my bestie, this drama's blowing up. Do you care if they find out you're pregnant?" Because what I would do is I would just edit the post and tag L and be like, "Yes." And be like, "I'm knitting for L." and my future niece or nephew yeah because that's who told me that they're pregnant
0: (laughs) it's so annoying though because it's like she shouldn't have to do that like she's getting
1: attacked just because this girl
0: is like crazy and just assuming that every post is about her like if i were rogue i would hope that if i was pregnant and i thought somebody outed me i wouldn't just jump to conclusions and be like oh after like you know the history of this person is that they've never outed a secret that i can trust them that i've gotten along with them, I would hope that I wouldn't be like, why the hell did you out me? I would hope that I would text them and be like, hey, by the way, who is your post about? Just want to make sure that it's not who I think it is or something like that. And then if she says, oh, it's about my friend who you don't know, or it's about like X, Y, and Z, or I can't share just yet, but it's not about, or I guess she didn't even know about she didn't even know about julie's pregnancy or maybe she did i don't know doesn't sound like it julie could have been a nice person and been like hey i know that it would be unlike you to do this but i just want to confirm that that post wasn't about me and like surprise we're pregnant if you didn't know or something like that like why was julie so quick to think that everyone's talking about her and assume the worst of her sister-in-law like that's your own fault and then her commenting on facebook and saying why would you post this about me i'm pregnant and then Being like, you outed me. No, bitch you outed yourself. Read the comments. You did it to
1: yourself. You know what? I've only met a few Julies in my day. (laughs) And they all seem to have fallen from the same tree. Oh my god. (laughs) Damn. I didn't know we were naming names. (laughs) Well, we've been naming names. I think these might be fake names. Oh. I've met a few pregnant people in my day. (laughs) And they all suck. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. No, um, Julie's batshit crazy the girl shouldn't feel bad like I understand feeling bad because yeah seven weeks is crazy early I wouldn't tell anyone I wouldn't tell anyone yeah I wouldn't tell someone that it could have possibly gotten to my sister-in-law to then think she posted about me on Facebook I just wouldn't tell anyone
0: Well, but the thing is people are allowed to tell people so it's not like maybe we wouldn't tell anyone but it's I really don't think Julie is in the wrong for telling people for doing whatever she wants she's wrong for accusing her sister-in-law for outing her when she has no freaking clue if she wanted to even tell her sister-in-law she could tell anyone she wants just because she doesn't want to post it on Facebook she has the right to tell people in her private life and then still be
1: upset if those people go and post it on Facebook sure but it doesn't sound like she even told sister-in-law so it's like yeah
0: I guess we don't know if she told her or not but she's even crazier if she didn't tell her yeah she's definitely crazy But something tells me she told her, though, because how...
1: No, I get the vibe she didn't.
0: If you didn't tell some, Okay, let's see. There's an edit. Both my sister and Alice, my sister-in-law, brother's wife, are pregnant. Brother-in-law is my husband's younger brother. Apologies for not adding this. I don't think it was important. The twins are excited for their new sibling but haven't seen their dad in ages. I woke up this morning to see Julie's comments have been deleted. This isn't normal Julie behavior. I have never known her to apologize for anything. My sister called me this morning to ask if Julie apologized to me. I asked her how she knew Julie had messaged me. Turns out she had seen the post knowing that it was for Elle, but had messaged Julie angrily, having a go
1: at her for making a big deal over a half for my sister's baby. Wait, the twins haven't even seen their dad in years. Is that relevant? No, but what the fuck? Oh, well, no, the twins might not be... The twins are Elle and brother-in-law's kids. Are they? Do we hear that? I'm pretty sure she said that. Brother-in-law and Julia are just fucking shitty people.
0: Oh, yeah, they are. The twins are brother-in-law's kids. Oh, shit.
1: Fuck them.
0: Wait, oh, my God. I almost thought that was, like, an irrelevant piece of information. I mean,
1: it is, but what the fuck?
0: No, that's so
1: crazy. Sorry, I said I was going to be on one tonight, and now (laughs) I'm just pissy. Oh, my God. Brother-in-law sucks, too, then. Brother-in-law's a piece of shit. What
0: the hell? Ew. He deserves Julie. Elle had messaged Julie angrily having a go at her for making a big deal over a hat for my sister's baby. She told Julie that she hadn't announced it yet and had told me that if I was posting to make it vague. My sister hasn't announced publicly that she's pregnant as she isn't that much further along than Julie. My sister knows I don't have a good relationship with Julie. Yeah, so I'm going to assume like based off of this that Julie did not tell her. So she literally didn't tell anyone, and she still assumed this post was about her.
1: And they don't even see brother-in-law's fucking kids. Like, they're not good people. I'm gonna
0: cut her, like, the tiniest bit of slack and say that when you're pregnant, your hormones change and people act different. Some people act crazier than maybe they would if they weren't pregnant and experiencing this whole, like, body change. But... Considering that she and Elle didn't get along to begin with, the dad is an absent father to his twins from the previous marriage, and Julie pulled this. Like, I don't know. I feel like all
1: these are painting her in a bad light. It's so weird to think about the fact that OP is still close with Elle and sees her niece-slash-nephew twins, and they don't even see their dad, who is related to—like, that makes them related to OP. Right well what kind of concoction is going on here julie did it to her herself yeah, julie did this whole thing. you know what i just i know a julie i'm just kidding <laughs> well i'm just kidding no this like these people do this to themselves they yeah julie caused this this is julie's fault Move on before I get more pissy about this story. Okay, this
0: one's going to be worse, probably.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Maybe not. We'll see. Am I the asshole for not wanting all of my fiancé's large family at my wedding? My fiancé and I got engaged a month ago. For the most part, he is not all that interested in wedding planning. However, there is one major part of our wedding that is causing lots of issues between us, and that is deciding how large of a wedding we should have. I've always imagined a medium-sized wedding of maybe 60 guests. The idea of planning and paying for a wedding with 100 plus sounds exhausting and wouldn't create the wedding I've always dreamed of. The problem, however, is that my fiancé has a very large family that are all fairly close. He has six full siblings, three older half-siblings, four younger half-brothers, three step-siblings plus two former step-siblings he's close to.
1: He Julie, four- <laughs> what did you do?
0: <laughs> God damn it, Julie. <laughs> He has fourteen nieces and nephews, and six great nieces and nephews.
1: Damn. Okay, she wasn't kidding when she said this big family. This is like immediate family too. <laughs> this know. isn't like your cousins and their plus ones. Yeah,
0: this is just his siblings. Wow, and nieces and nephews. Julie, what? <laughs> his dad is one of nine, so he has lots of cousins. First, second, third. He has three living grandparents, plus four step grandparents, and three living great grandparents who this man is like a freak of nature in like a a good way like how could you be an adult with that many kids that many great grandkids and living grandparents and great-grandparents how old are these people so
1: he has living great-grandparents so they have great-grandparent grandparent grandparent, parent niece and nephew and and great great niece niece and and nephew nephew. so that's
0: one two three four five generations generations. chilling at the wedding that's in julie no that's insane <laughs> oh my god i cannot imagine holy cow that's crazy i mean it's really cool like imagine yeah. having because then his great-grandparents have what great great grandkids yeah that's crazy great great grandkids oh my god i hope they have like lots of family photos and make it on the news or something oh my god that i can't wait to so see cool. on the news That is so cool. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. This isn't a family that only see each other at weddings, funerals, and the occasional reunion. They are actually in each other's lives and have a close bond. The family he wants to invite is already way over 60, and that's before we even consider some of their spouses wait spouses so not oh my even like boyfriends oh my god double everything friends. we just said oh my gosh oh my god my family is a lot smaller i have my parents plus my unmarried younger sister my dad has one sister who is married with one daughter and my mom has a brother and a sister and they each have two children i have one living grandparent and i'm not close with my more extended family so i will not be inviting them to my wedding my fiance and i also have a large group of friends and our non-negotiable friend invites come to 27 i've suggested to my fiance, that he should pick 30 to 40 family members he wants in attendance so that his family isn't so heavily represented compared to mine. He will still have double the family I do if he does manage to narrow it down. I also suggested doing a separate party at his dad's house in his hometown before or after the wedding where he could invite any of the family he wants and they wouldn't have to travel far. However, my fiance thinks I'm being an asshole because I don't want 70 plus of his rowdy family members at my wedding. Hmm, so now the she truth is, is coming kind of out. being an asshole. Okay. One of my friends also agrees with him and thinks a larger wedding will be fun and that my fiancé won't enjoy the day as much if he feels there's people missing. My future father-in-law has also been pressuring me about a larger wedding and has
1: offered to pay to facilitate this. I was just gonna ask if he was gonna pay for it.
0: I don't think I'm being an asshole about this and neither do my parents. They agree that the groom's family shouldn't so
1: heavily outweigh mine. Am I the asshole? Um you are you are the asshole not for the reasons that you think you're the asshole she thinks that she's not the asshole because she doesn't want too many people there because she wants a medium sized wedding but that's not what she said She is the asshole because she said she doesn't want 70 rowdy people. She doesn't want a big wedding. She doesn't want her family underrepresented. That makes you the asshole. Yeah. You're not the asshole because you want a small wedding and you don't want to pay for a hundred people there. That doesn't make you an asshole. What makes you an asshole is that you called his family rowdy and you said you don't want them there because it won't be your dream wedding. And quite frankly, your husband's probably not really gonna notice who isn't there you could draw the line and do like one of those like no kids allowed if there's like you know nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews that's a lot of kids like do one of those like no kids allowed things or something like that Mm -hmm. you can draw the line Maybe draw the line at cousins. You have so much immediate family that we can't do cousins.
0: But the thing is, why should he be punished for coming from a family that has a lot of people? Like, he doesn't control the size of his family. And so just because she happens to come from a family that has maybe an average amount or a smaller amount of people in it, she just automatically gets to invite a hundred percent of her family. Yeah. And then because he just happens to come from a big family which he has absolutely no control over, he is now being punished. And it's like, oh well, you're only allowed to invite 50% of your family. So regardless of the numbers, like why is she entitled to a hundred percent of family and he's only entitled to fifty? Or for him, there's a line that's being drawn. Yeah, that's fair. I get that she wants to have an intimate wedding, but, like, it's just not fair.
1: I think that, like... The the difference, I guess, is like if you want an intimate wedding, then a line has to be drawn where it's like immediate family on both sides, where it's like only siblings for you and only my siblings. And maybe for you, that's 10 people. And for me, that's one. But we can't do all of my cousins and all of my aunts and uncles if you can't. So I get that. I think if you want an intimate wedding, you have to draw a line on both sides.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, too. Totally.
1: So if you want the intimate wedding, work it out. With your fiance, do not just like call his family rowdy, and I mean because we have that we have a rowdy, oversized, extended family. And if I wanted an intimate wedding, I wouldn't invite all of my cousins and aunts and uncles and plus. Ones well, you couldn't. There's no way kids. to have There's, intimate plus invite everyone and plus our family then twenty seven friends. Like I know that my my non negotiable friends is going to be like that, and then plus my fiance's non negotiable friends. Yeah, so it's like. People have to get cut somewhere here, and if that means you have to sacrifice as well, then you have to do it. It's part of getting married. I feel
0: like they both have to sacrifice if she's going to make him cut family
1: members. Yeah, but it
0: also is sad because she said that they're not a family that only sees each other once in a while. He's genuinely close with all these people. Yeah, that's makes it hard. I feel like also intimate could mean different things to different people. Yeah. So for some people, saying "I want an intimate wedding" means that. The only people there are people that they're close with, and then for some people, intimate means a small number of people. Yeah, so to him, he could be like, Yeah, I do want an intimate wedding where everyone there I am close with, so I'm not going to invite my second cousins that I never see, but I am going to invite my second cousins that I'm close with.
1: Yeah, so
0: they also are just not on the same page when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you're right. They just both have to sacrifice. Yeah. There's no, there's no like, I get to invite everyone because I come from a small family and you don't because you come from a big family. Yeah. I think if you want a small, intimate wedding, then have that with immediate family. And if his family really wants a big wedding party, then have it, like, the next day or the next weekend and have, like, a an event somewhere
0: the top comment is yes the asshole mainly because you repeatedly called it your wedding as if your fiance isn't also getting married that day as well true facts the only way i would agree with you is the cost but his family said they will pay So you have no real reason on not wanting them to come outside of you don't want your husband having more support than you. But like another thing is, I feel like when it comes to family and like the support they give you, it's not based off of the amount of people. It's in my mind, it's more like a percentage. So if all of my cousins make up five to ten people I am still getting 100% of the support from my family. But if all of his cousins make up 30 people, he's getting 100% of the support if they're Mm -hmm. all there. But then if he only invites 10 to 15 of them, now he's only getting 33% of the support from his family even though they both have the same amount of people there he has to do the whole day knowing that 20 of his cousins aren't there Mm -hmm. and he's only getting 33 percent. like I just don't think that's fair at all
1: yeah and I guess at the same time like she doesn't realize this now but like people support you even if they're not your family like we had a family member get married fairly recently coming from our gigantic family and the other side of their family who is even more gigantic than ours and this person married someone who had a very 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 tiny family and we all were like okay we don't sit on one side of the church Mm -hmm. we don't walk in and cheer for one side of the family we all are like their husband is now our family and we're all gonna sit on their side of the church too because we're all here for them too it's just like you have to realize that this is your family now and they should be just as accepting of you as they are of him Yeah, so you should feel comfortable walking into a room of 60 of his family members and only 20 of yours and i'm not saying that necessarily is the case i don't know how good of a relationship they have but like this family needs to accept you and 100 million percent support you and that needs to be made clear before the wedding and if that Mm -hmm. means that he sits down his family and he's like look she doesn't have a big family so her support system isn't as gigantic as ours i need you to come in guns a-blazing rooting for her cheering for her sitting on her side of the church or the whatever wherever the ceremony is like they should be open to that and for the most part they probably would be it sounds like if his family's this close they probably would be supportive of whatever he said so like she needs to be a little more open-minded to that too
0: yeah that's such a good point like they should be dealing with it prior just in the way that they plan and it's like I feel like when it comes to weddings so many people are like this is what weddings are it's like traditional it's in a church the bride's family sits here the groom's family sits here at the the DJ goes, "Who's here for the bride? Make some noise. Who's here for the groom? Make some noise. Who's ready to part?" It's like do none really of that. that.
1: Some people do. I've never heard that at a wedding. That's some people wild.
0: Do. The same thing with the church. It's like you don't have to do that. Just because right. some people do doesn't mean you have to. You're in a different situation than a lot of other people. Your husband's family is going to be ten times the size of yours. Yeah. So mix up in the church. Get one of those little cute signs that says, "We don't pick a side." It says, "Like pick a seat, not a side." We're all family when the knot is tied or something like that. Wow. Solution. You're done. And then you don't have to pay for shit because your father-in-law is paying for everything. So in the end, you're really lucky out. Facts. I mean, I I still get where she's coming from because she wants this intimate wedding. Right. But you fell in love with a guy and you want to marry a guy that has a big family. Yeah. So you either need to not marry him or accept the new reality of your life, which is you're going to be having an intimate wedding That's going to include every single person in your husband's family. Yeah. And they're now your family. So instead of crying that her husband's whole family is going to be there, she should be happy that their whole family can Mm -hmm. be there. You're a team. okay? It's not his family, my family. And there's a feud. And let's pick and choose. It's like, no, this is our family.
1: No family. But I think that
0: secretly she doesn't like his family and she doesn't want to accept them. Yeah. Because if it was really a matter of people, the amount of people, the amount of guests, it wouldn't be, I don't want sixty yes. rowdy people. It there. would not
1: have been written the way it was written. Yeah,
0: you're giving yourself away. We can read you, OP. We're
1: really good at reading people. And we're really good at reading the exact words that you write in black and white. Facts. So yes, OP, I'm sorry to say you are the asshole. Dang, I should have a show. Yeah, we do did this I is ever literally t- our show. <laughs> oh yeah. Did I ever tell in <laughs> the story how I was on the Mari show? Yeah. You make it seem like you were a guest on the show. I was oh, on I know. the show. I love telling people, like, I was on the Mari show, people's jaws hit the floor and they're like, what did you do? And I'm like, well, shit. I didn't like drive someone's car into a ditch, but I was in the audience when someone told us that the girlfriend drove <laughs> their car into the ditch. And I was like, oh, boo. There was a lot of clips of me being like, oh, boo. So, like, it was really exciting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do love telling people, like, Oh, I was on the Mario show. And Should then- we insert the photos of you, the screenshots? Sure, yeah. <laughs> it was senior year of college, you guys, and needed did something to do over winter break.
0: We have a very short story, but I think it's an interesting debate. Okay. Am I the asshole for not checking the scores of a certain NBA game on a three-hour flight for a passenger on an in-flight Wi-Fi I paid for? I was on a three-hour flight on an airplane traveling back home. I didn't have any form of entertainment on me besides my phone, and you had to purchase Wi-Fi to use internet during the flight. It was $8.99 for the whole trip, so I decided to purchase it since I didn't want to be bored the entire trip. There was a passenger sitting next to me. He asked me if I can check the score for a certain NBA game that was happening. Since I paid for the Wi-Fi, I should be able to use it however I want, so I said no. He wouldn't accept no for an answer and said that it's only going to take less than five seconds to check the score. I said I don't care. You can buy Wi-Fi yourself if you want to know so badly. Would I be the asshole in the situation?
1: I don't think that they're the asshole. Like, I get it, but damn, that hurts.
0: I feel like I actually don't know the answer to this because I feel like both people are fine. But then they both do kind of suck. But then also, like, why does he suck? It's like one of those things where as a person in society, do you owe other people things
1: no of course you don't so that's why I'm saying he's not the asshole he doesn't owe this guy anything like he paid for his own wi-fi like he deserves to use it how he wants but at the same time like in society we all just kind of look out for each other and if someone asks you to check the score of the game you check the score of the game like I I take the train to work every day and every now and then especially in the playoffs last year when the Phillies were in the playoffs if there would be like a daytime game or like an earlier game or whatever. People, everyone was watching it on their phones on the train. Everybody. And the conductors obviously can't be on their phones while they're working. So if it's like, you know, a lull or whatever, they'll just like stop next to whoever's seat and be like, oh, what's the score? And just kind of watch over the shoulder. And every person will just like hold up their phone so that the conductor can see it with them. And it's like, no one owes that conductor shit. Like, yeah. they all pay for their data. They're all watching. Like, they don't owe him anything. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, oh, I want to know. You want to know. Like, let's just, I'll show it to you. Like. Yeah. It's just like a, it's more of a common courtesy. No, you don't owe anyone anything, but it's just like a humane courtesy. I don't know.
0: I almost feel, though, that the guy who was asking is, like, more entitled and rude. Absolutely. Because it's like, okay, you can ask anyone anything, but you can't be mad if they say no, or you can't be mad if you don't get the answer that you want. Yes. Because if you get mad after you ask for a favor, then it really wasn't a favor, right? Right. You were, like, demanding something. Yeah, it's a demand. Yeah. And you're expecting it because you feel entitled and that you yes. are deserving of this thing
1: no i couldn't agree more like you can ask and the guy can say no and he's entitled enough to say no because it's his thing that he paid for but if you're going to continue to ask like you're just an a hole like you yeah. need to back off like mind your own business after that
0: yeah it's like where does the guy who asked get off yeah continuing to ask the person next to him like please just check it please just check it like no yeah I don't know you. I don't owe you shit. Yeah. Stop talking to me.
1: Maybe he was just like unaware of social cues.
0: Or he's entitled and he thinks that people just owe him things just because they have things. Yeah. It's like, what would be the difference between like asking him that and, well, I don't know. I was going to say like and asking him to borrow money to like buy a drink. Because it's a matter of money. Like, the guy didn't want to spend $9 to figure
1: it out. For someone else. Yeah. And, like,
0: I get that it would only take this, like, really short amount of
1: time. But it's, like, I don't know. He could offer him, like, a dollar. He could be, like, (laughs) I don't want to pay for the full in-flight Wi-Fi. But a dollar for a minute of your time to look up the game score.
0: Yeah, the return on that investment is pretty good, too. I would do that. (laughs) Like,
1: if I was on a flight and, like, the Eagles were in the playoffs and I needed to know the Eagles score because it was, like, a six-hour flight or something, I would be, like... Like, here's the dollar. I know you only paid nine. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. No, I can't wait until we land (laughs) type of thing. Like, he could definitely do that. But if it hit the point where they were still like, no, then just look it up yourself.
0: I also think the guy, like, yes, it is just like a quick common courtesy. But... Also, I I don't know if he's an asshole for... And I don't know if he sucks for not doing it. No, no, he
1: doesn't. The overall
0: vote on this was everyone sucks. Yes,
1: I feel that. Everyone sucks.
0: Yeah, I don't know. One time I was on a beach and I had just gotten my iPhone. I was a teenager. It was at the point where not everyone had an iPhone yet. Mm -hmm. I was on my phone on the beach and my two friends were next to me, but they didn't have iPhones. This woman turned to me and was like, can I borrow your phone for a second? And she specifically asked me and not the other two. Even though one of them had, like, a Blackberry. One of them had... I don't remember. Like, they all had normal phones, but just wasn't an iPhone. And I was like, why? And she's like, I just... I need to call someone and I was like okay and it was like so weird but as a like 17 year old I just like said yes and she was a like normal looking woman and I felt I literally felt weird saying no and like standing up for myself even though I didn't want to give this woman my phone yeah and looking back I'm like I wish I had a little more I mean I was a child but I wish I had a little more confidence to be like no I don't want to hand you my phone like I don't know you if you want to call someone like I'll hold the phone here and you can talk to them but I'm not going to hand you my phone
1: yeah
0: so I handed her my phone and she did not call someone but she was like typing something on it and then when she handed it back to me the safari app was open and twitter was open what <laughs> twitter she just like borrowed my phone to go on twitter and she like li- she lied to me about it she told me she had to call someone what a weirdo so weird and i was like why you just really needed to g-? and she was like she was with two little kids. So, I'm, like, you really just needed to go on Twitter that badly just now? What a weirdo. It was so, so bizarre. But I feel like it's kind of similar to this. Because it's, like, yeah, the guy next to him wasn't asking him to, like, oh, can you... No, what like, you just said is weirder it's weird, than the right? story. Okay. Like Looking back, I'm, like, I fucking wish I stood up for myself because what a weirdo.
1: Oh, I and then I wish like if you hadn't set up for yourself when you got it back you were like what the frick is oh no this? me and my
0: friends looked at I was like like showing them my phone and they, we were all like laughing at her Yo, and she what? probably heard us because she was sitting right next to the, like right next to us on the beach. I just... I actually hate when people lie. And I feel like people who have, like, big asks like this or... I mean, not that, like... Bu- no, borrowing someone's phone is kind of a yeah, big like ask. like personal a, no, a property. A stranger. Yeah. A stranger. Just to do something that is, like, a privilege to you. Like, yeah. so unnecessary. If she had to call someone because there was actually, like, an emergency or a need, that's different. Yeah, I'll do the common courtesy. But, like, just to tweet something, like, oh, enjoying the beach with my, like, little kids. Like... That's fucking weird and unnecessary and that's a privilege not like I don't know a favor or like a common courtesy that's literally a privilege but whatever so
1: that's way more weird than just wanting to know the score of a game and being like an obnoxious like person who nags the guy next to you yeah that's not it's not like he was like can I hey buddy can I borrow your phone to make a quick call like I really got to contact someone on land yeah and then looked up the the score and then gave (laughs) the phone back
0: (laughs) (laughs) like making up a no but like I kind of respect the guy more or not kind of I do respect the guy on the plane more because when people have these asks but then they lie about it
1: Yeah, I just
0: lose all respect for you like if this girl was like yo I know this is weird but like I really want to tweet about my kids right now because my ex husband like I want to make him jealous I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Or like if she she was like, I've been really active on Twitter recently and like, I want to keep it going. I know this is weird. It doesn't make sense to you. But like, and I know it's a huge ask. Do you mind if I do it? Or you can do it from your own phone and like, I'll tell you the login. Like, be honest with me and I'll be more on your side.
1: Yeah. But I
0: hate... When people lie and they, like, beat around the bush, like, you know the situation I'm talking about. There was, like, a time in our past where our one friend was asking this, like, huge favor from us and they, like, disguised it as, like, oh, do you want to hang out on Friday? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: And then I was, like, yeah. And she's, like, oh, well, actually, like, I wanted X, Y, and Z from you and you're going to get absolutely no benefit. And I was, like, if you came to me straight up and was, like, look, I need a favor from you yeah. and I feel bad asking, yeah, but is there any way you could do this? Yeah I might still be annoyed That you're asking But I'd have more respect for you If yeah. you just told me to my face Your true intentions Yeah But as soon as you lie And like try to beat around the bush To get what you want I'm like You're a fool And yeah. you're weird Yeah And this is your fault Not mine mm-hmm. So the guy on the plane It's like I guess those situations Are more intense Than just asking for a score But like yeah. I don't know I don't think he's like Weird for asking I think he's weird For demanding Once yeah, the guy for, said no Yeah for
1: pestering He's yeah. definitely weird For pestering
0: Yeah Yeah Oh my god, ew, now I'm just thinking about that woman that used my phone. But it was, like, so normal. Like, she just gave it back to me, but I'm like, you really didn't think to close out the app? Or pretend you made a phone call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Freeze. And it was funny, like, I remember it so vividly. I remember what beach we were on, like, exactly where we were sitting. Oh and god. she, like, paused before. I was like, why? Like, in the way that a 17-year-old, like, little awkward person would say why. And then she's Weird. like, uh, I need to call someone.
1: <laughs> I would have been like,
0: uh, no. I <laughs> <laughs> would have been like, who is it? What's your relationship with the person you're calling and why What's are you calling What's the area them?
1: code? Yeah.
0: I was oh just like, God. I feel like part of me also knew that she wasn't going to call someone, but I just yeah. was like, I mean, she I could tell she was lying. Oh. Like the way that she said it, but I'm just, no, I should have just stood up for myself and been yeah. like, no, I'm not going to give you a weirdo on the beach my phone.
1: Oh, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> one more. Shall we?
0: This is a good one. I think I actually don't know what the story's about, but by the title, I feel like it's good. Would I be the asshole if I confronted my friends about the lack of presents on my birthday because three of them didn't get me anything? (laughs) I, 19, non-binary, invited four of my close friends on a trip for my 19th birthday at the end of February this year. The first day was relaxing slash shopping day in a large city. We are from a rural town. The second day was an unlimited rides pass to a theme park in one of the suburbs. For the one night between, everything was two apartment rooms, a living room, kitchen, large bathroom and bedroom divided into three and two people per room and a dinner at a fancy restaurant
1: so they paid for all of this wait they paid for it or
0: that's what i don't get
1: so did yeah did op f- pay for this or did the friend group pay for this keep reading
0: yeah they said i invited my friends on the trip i feel like that implies no, that no, no, they paid no. for it
1: they invited their friends on the trip but i invite my friends on my birthday trips right all right keep reading okay keep reading. okay
0: The first day was great, leaving our small town about 6 a.m. on a bus to another town before catching the train into the large city. We did some shopping at anime and comic book stores, had lunch, and enjoyed the views the city had to offer. We checked in the hotel around 10 a.m. and decided to head to the pool. We swam for a few hours, and then we walked about 1.5 kilometers to the restaurant, stopping for some gorgeous photos. We enjoyed cocktails and amazing spicy food at this restaurant we'll call Neon. It was super busy, and the waiters were off their feet serving people, but we had Had an amazing time. Then we returned to the hotel and crashed out for the night. The next day was filled with super fun rides, semi decent food for a theme park, and a lot of iced tea. We ended up super sunburnt in the summer sun. Wow, this is like so cute how they're writing this though. It sounds like a dream, especially for a birthday. Although blue and sea. Ended up the most burnt. Not real names, obviously. We then caught the train home and went our separate ways. My love language is gift giving. I love giving experiences, presents, and all of my love through thoughtful items. C gave me a card with some money, and I was very happy as I know from their background this was a big gesture. However, the other three are the friends I want to confront. Andy, Ben, and Blue didn't get me anything, not even a card. When it comes to birthdays, I usually go all out and easily spend $150 on presents for them. Them when it is their birthday
1: damn op let's be friends i know
0: i had also paid for the entire trip to the city out of my own pocket oh, holy shit so how did they afford did this that. how did a 19 year old afford this i don't want to know only ben had offered to chip in for expenses but i refused trying to hint to keep it to go towards my gift it is now the middle of march and i haven't received any communication that they are waiting to give me a present at all i'm not sure if i'm overreacting but i feel like i am not heard as a friend and that the same thoughtfulness hasn't been applied to me i have been very open that for special occasions even if they're small presents mean that you thought about me and my interests
1: so would i be the asshole if i confronted them no really i think i think okay had they paid for this trip then you can't yeah oh yeah sorry sorry had the friends paid for this trip then op cannot expect a, A a single more penny out of them if op paid for everything here the least the friends can do is give a gift I agree
0: as, like, a normal person, but I still think it would be bizarre if OP confronted them because then it's like, oh, well, did you only give us this birthday experience for you because you wanted us to give you something? Yeah. I I thought you included us because you wanted to spend time with us.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, like, socially weird to ask someone why they didn't give you a gift or whatever. Yeah. But OP is definitely not an asshole for thinking, how dare they not give me a gift Oh yeah, they spent all this money on their friends and the friends give what in return? Cece gives a card. That's it.
0: Yeah. For OP thinking it, I think it's fine. I'd be thinking it too. I'd be like, oh, well, they didn't even write me a card or anything even to say thank you. Right. I had this weird... I had a similar experience one time. So in college, I was really close friends with this girl and this guy who didn't even go to our college. His friends went to our college. I don't know where he lived or what he did in life. But we met at a party through mutual friends whatever. This guy, let's call him Ryan. Ryan fell in love with my best friend. He was like obsessed with her, texting her all the time, like asking her out. She didn't like him that much. Like she didn't dislike him, but she's like I don't know you, like okay, yeah, we can hang out, but like I'm not going to like go on endless dates with you and like sure. whatever. So, he starts asking her to do all these activities, one of them being going to a Sixers playoff game. Which are so expensive, obviously. And she was a big Sixers fan. So he tells her, Hey, do you want to go to the Sixers game? My uncle gave me four tickets. And she was like, oh, my God, yeah, free tickets. Like, let's go. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you come bring Kelly and I'll bring a friend. So she didn't really think anything of this because it was in her mind. Oh, this guy got free tickets to a game. Like, it's sure. not really a date. But clearly he thought it was a date. So we show up in the outfits that you would wear to a basketball game. Just like chill, like sneakers, leggings, Sixers T-shirt. He and his friend were wearing like really nice outfits. Like, no,
1: not once. I don't care how serious of a date you think this is. If we are going to a Philadelphia sporting event playoff game, you are dressing for that playoff game. Yeah,
0: they were wearing like button-up shirts. No, like, uh-uh. Yeah. You
1: can wait in the car. You yeah. can wait in the car.
0: So we go to this game and walk in and Ryan, he's like, oh, let me go get drinks or food or something. And they're about to tip off, which is like the most exciting part of the basketball game, you know. My friend's like, can we please go to the he's like, I really want to see the tip-off that's what it's called right mm-hmm. I don't even I'm not a huge basketball person so he's like uh, okay fine like you can go like I really wanted to see your reaction to the seats but like you can just go so she and I walk down and these are like sixth throw in the middle of the court, like insane seats for any basketball game, let alone a playoff game. It was crazy. We were like losing our minds. And I wasn't even the biggest Sixers fan at the time. Like I was even freaking out about this. And I was barely a fan. The guys come down. She and I are sitting next to each other and like I'm on the inside. And then she's like, oh i feel like we should switch just to be nice so then we all switch even though she didn't even care to sit next to him she's like i feel like i should just be nice and sit next to him though because he asked me to go to this game whatever even though in my opinion if she didn't sit next to him at this game that would be his own fault because he was not honest about his intentions like if he wanted to go on a date with her or a double date with her he should have said that he shouldn't have been like oh i got free tickets to this game and like let's go as
1: friends He did not seem nervous. Okay. Anyway, continue the story. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, after the game we go back to our college and she and I are like, okay, I think we're going to go home. And he's like, oh, you guys like don't want to go out after this? Like all of our friends are going out. And we were like, oh, well, we didn't really plan to go out after this. Like it's already late and we're wearing like really chill outfits. Like we are not dressed to go out. And he's like, come on, like just, just like trying to get her especially to go out with him after this game. And his friend was so nice. Like I had no interest in him whatsoever, but like he seemed like a nice guy he seemed pretty normal pretty normal compared to his friend who was like putting on this whole ordeal eventually we were like no we're just we're gonna go home and he was like okay fine like whatever didn't drop us off like just went back to his own fr- well no it wasn't even his house it was his friend's house like at our school mm. and then we walked like we literally walked from their house like it was just so weird that he didn't offer to like drop us off anywhere he just like went back to his own friend's house and he was like okay well bye we no, we're like okay I hate thanks man
1: i hate men so
0: anyway she like probably texted him and was like i don't know that was fun like i for i don't know honestly i don't know what what happened in their conversation via text after this but the next day it was a Sunday afternoon he texts her like this scathing message being like I spent like so much money and like you didn't even give me like a thank you after like I took you to the game and like I put so much effort into it I knew you loved the Sixers and I did all this for you and she was like wait like you told me that your uncle gave you these tickets and he's like I knew that if I said my uncle gave it to me you'd go but if I spent the money on the tickets I knew you wouldn't accept them
1: so then like, why'd but, you lie yeah
0: so then basically he lied to like trick her into going out with him but now it's her fault because she didn't show what he thought was the appropriate amount of like thankfulness to this guy because she's like in my mind you got these free tickets and you were like yeah you and your friend want to go if he said to her look I work really hard but like I really am like loving getting to know you and I spent this money and I want to spend it on you because you mean a lot to me and like blah 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 like I'm sure she would act different if honesty was what he presented her with but he was trying to manipulate her basically no not trying to he did manipulate her yeah so then I think like she left something at his house the text from then on like like going back and forth. He was so rude to her after that and never asked her to hang out again. Or maybe he did ask her, but she said no. They never actually hung out, but she had to go back to like their house to get something. And then anyway, his friends who went to our school, whenever we would see them, they're like, oh, Ryan, like he's he's on something else. Like you got the full Ryan experience. Like apparently he does this all the time whenever he likes a girl. But it just reminded me of the like doing what you think is a good gesture for someone when like your real intention is to like get something out of them. Mm -mm. So his real intention was to get like praise and like emotional attention from my friend. And then when he didn't get that, he was mad at her. But it's like, how are you going to get mad at someone else who doesn't know your true intentions? And yeah, people could express more. I mean, it's not just men, but like. How are you going to get mad at someone when you're not even honest about your own intentions? And yes, people could show more thanks and be more thankful. But like, especially like in this basketball ticket situation, my friend was like more scared. She's like, if he just told me straight up, I bought these tickets for you, she would have been like thanking him so much. But yeah. then she found out that he lied to her about the tickets and she's like, Why would I be so overly thankful that you lied to me? Yeah. Like, he's just you're just like backwards. And I feel like this OP is like similar in the sense that it's like if you just wanted like gifts from your friends, they maybe could have said, I'll pay for everything, but I don't know like show your thanks with a card or something like that yeah a card would mean so much to me
1: I don't think OP did it for the gifts though yeah I think they did it to do it and it just hurts that they didn't get a gift in return yeah because that's like I can understand that I don't I mean obviously I don't think that they need to be reaching out to their friends like hey you didn't get me a gift and this is upsetting me but I do think like they said their love language is gift giving and receiving and that's my love language for giving is gifting but it's not for receiving so like if I did this whole thing for my birthday I wouldn't want gifts in return Mm -hmm. but I would do this whole thing for my birthday for my friends to spend my birthday with me and then still get them gifts for their birthdays because that's how I like that's how I spread my love and gifts but I don't don't necessarily think OP did it to get gifts I don't think that that's their true intention I think that it just hurt in the end when they didn't get gifts
0: yeah I think so too because they did say that it's their love language but I think where the miscommunication is is when something is your love language it doesn't mean it's yeah. other people's and so when your love language is not reciprocated it can hurt mm-hmm. but I don't know it's it's also hard because they said that they told their friends that gift-giving and receiving is their love language. So you would hope that the friends could take a hint. But at the same time, OP is 19. I'm going to just guess that their friends are around the same age. Yeah. So other 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds... Maybe they're not the most mature. Maybe they don't understand love languages and how much it would mean to OP to give them a gift in return or whatever. Maybe they were just caught up in the excitement of, oh, my God, my friend's birthday and my friend is treating us all and it's going to be so much fun. Right. And that's what they want for their birthday is all of our like presence as their present. Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah I mean people just read things differently like I would throw that for my birthday I mean I rented like a whole mountain house for my birthday one year and everyone's like oh let us know what it costs and like how do we divide it by everyone?" ever to have been like 30 or 40 dollars a person but I just like didn't want anyone to pay anything because I'm like your presence is my gift like I'm just so glad that I got to spend a long weekend in a mountain house with all of my favorite people and like that to me is what matters I don't think anyone brought me a gift and I don't think I thought twice about it Yeah, maybe 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 a couple of friends brought like a bottle of wine but like I wouldn't have thought twice about it if people didn't bring me a gift like yeah it just to me their presence was my gift and although my my love language to give is gifts so like I get it I don't think that OP did it for the gifts I think that they just are a little sad that they didn't get their thing in return and they're young so they don't they're not thinking that that's not their friend's love language too I
0: think so, too. I do feel bad for them because as someone who also appreciates gifts, I feel like I'm my love language isn't it doesn't involve gifts, but I always appreciate gifts. Mm -hmm. So as someone that really, really appreciates gifts, I could see why they're sad that they didn't get any, but also how would you confront your friends? How yeah. would you confront friends and say, oh, after I paid for my whole entire birthday trip that I invited you on, why didn't you get me a present? There is no yeah, way know. to say that that doesn't come off selfish and doesn't come off as if you did the weekend in order to get presents. Like yeah. if they were to say no, that to their friends, the friends would be
1: like, oh, so you only invited us so that we would give you a gift and when we didn't give you a gift, now you're mad at us. No. There's no way to say it. They absolutely cannot bring it up. Yeah, I just don't entirely think that was all of Obie's intentions.
0: No, I don't think so. Even if it wasn't their intention at all, I see why they could be sad. I see where they're coming from. But I do think that there's absolutely no way that they could say that, that it
1: wouldn't come off. You would be the asshole no matter how you bring it up. Yeah, you'd be an
0: asshole. So you're not an asshole
1: for thinking it, but you would be an asshole to say it. Yeah, socially it's just like, I hate to say it, but it's unacceptable. Yeah. Sucks, but it is what it is. Agreed you'll grow though 19 is so young you're you'll grow your friends will grow and you'll learn each other's love languages yeah i know my friends love languages i'm like not a super touchy-feely person and i know some of my friends that are and i just hug them even if it pains me (laughs) (laughs) but i give them gifts even if they don't want them so it is what it is you'll you'll grow you'll learn and it's life
0: thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast I will try to not be entitled in my life after hearing these situations. I'm
1: definitely entitled in some situations. Oh,
0: 100 percent. Everyone is. It's very human to act entitled in certain situations.
1: But If I ever ask someone to check the Eagles or the Phillies (laughs) score for me, please, please do it. I won't beg. I won't nag you in person. But just know how much it means to me if I'm asking.
0: And I will not ask to put on your wedding dress, but I might ask to put on your engagement ring. But if you tell me no, I will respect your choice.
1: My love language to give is gifts. So if you ever want to stop the internet gift from me, (laughs) DM me because I would love to send you a little gift. What if like 10,000 people dm you ten thousand people don't like me you have to dm me and tell me you at least like me okay oh my god dm me a video of a dog that's my receiving love language dm me a video of a really cute dog bonus points if it's a golden retriever or a rottweiler and add your address on there
0: my love language is sharing this podcast with your friends
1: (laughs) (laughs) that too post on your instagram story a video of a dog your address (laughs) and our podcast and i'll send you something Just kidding. Post post our podcast on your story and DM me your address and I'll send you something.
0: If you're in the first
1: five to ten people. And if you live in the United States or Canada.
0: Thank you guys (laughs) so much for listening to our podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.
1: Bye.